You are about to listen to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 2, Episode 6. Today's episode is the first in a three-part miniseries. How exciting is that? And yes, this episode is being launched late. It was supposed to be launched last week. But we had a tropical storm, Tropical Storm Isaias, that ripped through Long Island catching us all by surprise. Some rain, but a ton of wind. It was like 15 minutes of destruction. Much, much more than anyone anticipated. So, with all my audio files trapped on my iMac computer, and no electricity or generator to get them off, I had to miss last Friday's podcast episode, the first Friday I've skipped since we started Meet Mediocrity, But now power has been restored, and now I've edited and wrapped up this episode for you. So here we are now. Let's get started. Mitch, and this is part one of my first ever Meet Mediocrity three-part miniseries. Let me get right to it. Why a three-part miniseries? Well, first of all, my guest is my niece, Alex, and I love speaking with Alex, and I just love Alex in general. Alex and I are both talkers, so we knew this was going to be a lot of fun. And Alex's season one episode, where she spoke about how she enjoyed doing so many things and she was just a doer, um, is is frankly one of the most popular episodes I've ever had. So I figured a three-part miniseries would be three times as popular. (laughs) We'll see how that plays out. Let me remind you about Alex's Season 1, Episode 5, Visit to Meet Mediocrity, in a little more detail. Alex is what I would call a doer. She just does stuff. And because she does stuff, she experiences stuff. And she experiences life. She loves group group exercise classes. So if you invite Alex to virtually any group exercise class, she'll give it a try. Orange Theory, a a visit to the the Peloton Studio Live, boot camps, kickboxing, rowing classes, you name it, she will do it. She actually really enjoys non-fitness activities as well. Again, she's just a doer. Trying ethnic restaurants, taking trips, visiting new places, trying new things. Alex's perspective on life is that you got to try it because it may very well end up being the most amazing experience you ever had. And if it isn't, well, then it becomes a great learning experience. So I think it was Nelson Mandela who said something like, I never lose. Either I win or I learn. That, my friends, is Alex. So Alex and I set out to discuss how she and I were going to make the most out of what we are 
doing now, which is living in a socially distant world in a socially responsible manner during the global COVID pandemic. And we talked about how can we make the most of that? How can we still experience life? How can we still do group exercise, experience supportive communities, try new recipes, and doing it all while mostly staying at home? Because frankly, most of our favorite spots aren't open. And if they are open, it's a limited experience and not always the safest experience. So it's mostly at home. Alex and I discussed wellness in a socially distant world, and we soon found out that we had three episodes worth of material. We, we started covering fitness, diet, how to stay connected with one another, mental wellness. So we just said, let's make this a miniseries. Not, it's not exactly one episode of each topic because we ended up wandering quite a bit during our conversation. But I tried to keep it on track, and we have a ton of great things to cover. And Alex's attitude towards life is very closely aligned with my attitude. Stay positive, do your best, even if it's mediocre. It's all good. So, without further delay, let's start the Mitch and Alex miniseries. Here's my guest, my niece, Alex Arroyo. So, Alex, thank you so much for being with me. I'm very excited to be back on my second podcast or, you know, yes, experience. You're, you're my first, second appearance person. I feel honored. Thank you. And as the public relations for this podcast said, not only is popular Alex back, but we're going to do this as a mini series. Very excited. So um, welcome to episode one of the Mitch and Alex miniseries. And Alex, it, you know, for those of the listeners who don't remember, you're the try anything girl. Still to this day. Give me, g- give us the 30 second review of the pre-COVID Alex and what you're all about. Sure. The pre-COVID Alex is someone that does everything, goes everywhere, wants to hang out with everyone they possibly can. Extroverted, likes to travel, likes to shop, likes to go out to brunch, likes to try every single workout class possible. Um, so this has been a big change in lifestyle for me during this um, COVID pandemic, but trying to make the best of it. And that's and that's the you know you and I've been discussing doing kind of a second visit to meet mediocrity, and that's going to be our theme, you know, trying to be the do everything Alex, and frankly. Trying to be a wellness human being in in COVID world. Exactly. And I think just the changes that we've all kind of had to make to acclimate to this type of lifestyle that we have to live at this point in time. Right. And the way and the way this became a bit of a, a, a more than you know, a mini series is because there's so much to cover. And we talk a lot. We do. We're we're big talkers. <laughs> I love hearing my own yeah. voice. That's why I started a podcast. Yeah, exactly. But, so there's no way we could cover it all in one podcast. Episode. Exactly. But but the, the, there are a couple of um topics that you and I were discussing. One is fitness, mm-hmm. one is diet, one is mind or mental well being, one is staying connected with others remotely. And then that we have the cat, the the ever present catch all other, right? Of course. <laughs> so, um, is there anywhere in particular you'd like to start, Al? 
Let's start with the fitness stuff, right? That seems to be a lot of people's, right? Weights are sold out everywhere. You can't get a yoga mat. So it feels to be top of mind for a lot of people. It's so funny. You go on Amazon and like, you're like, I, I can't find toilet paper and I can't find yoga mats. Exactly. And I can't so, find dumbbells. Right. So it seems to be something that's very top of mind for people, you know, <laughs> during this time period. So you were the person who loved group exercise. You were always at Orange Theory. You were going to, whether it was boot camp or you were always doing something. How are you, how are you managing not being able to go to the gym? So I think at first... In my head, I said, all right, I can do this for a month, right? This is only going to last a month. Right. It'll be fine. I'll survive. I'll here, go we back. Are, here we are six right, months later. Right. I'll go back to Orange Theory. It'll be no problem. So I think I really had to reevaluate what I was going to do and how I was going to stay fit, right? I think as I spoke about, me staying fit is a big part of my mental wellness as well as my physical wellness. So it was really important for me to find some alternatives, right? So some of the things in the beginning, I was running outside a little bit, you know, doing some Instagram workouts. And I was like, all right, for me, this is just, I got to do something more. So I started doing, um, online kickboxing classes come on zoom with like 350 people um two pound weights in your hands but don't sound like a ton but it really kicked our butts i did that with my sister right because i need a friend to go along with me so that's something that's been really interesting um also through um i got a peloton bike so been doing that and some of the challenges that they've been doing Wait, we're going to get back into Peloton in a second, but sure. you told me about this Zoom. Is this the kickboxing thing where, where you had like literally hundreds of people on a Zoom? Yeah, it's really amazing. It's qu- has quite a cult following. Um, it's What's pretty, it called? It's called Jabs by Gina. Um, it's really amazing. I mean, it's very inexpensive. Right? It's like $9 a class. So really, I think very affordable as compared to some of the other alternatives. And it's 50 minutes. And there's abs classes. There's kickboxing. There's um, cardio, which is, you know, just kickboxing to some music. And there's really a great variety. And there's sometimes upwards of 300 people in the classes. You're all doing it together. You're all watching each other sweat to death. And it feels like you have a sense of camaraderie. And the key thing to this workout is you have to have your camera on right so you feel like you're part of the crew and you feel like you're all in it together and for safety purposes the instructors want to make sure that they can correct your form if you're doing something incorrectly and you're going to hurt yourself so they really encourage that so how many people are in one of these classes yeah like thir- sometimes sometimes there's 150 i've done one with a thousand sometimes there's 350 so it's really amazing and it's enjoyable it's fun there's good music the instructors are fantastic and it really has and you know i was talking about this with my sister like what makes us different than everything else and we really say the community everyone hypes each other up everyone is always cheering each other on um and there's no to me there's no sense of competition like oh this person is jabbing faster than i am it's just like we're all there for the same collective reason which is why i like workout classes so it's really it's an amazing um community that we have found um 
and and we've I've been doing it and you know, a couple times a week. It? A couple times a week. I probably do it twice a week. I'll do like they have a combos class, which is kickboxing combos, and I'm doing a body weight boot camp on Friday mornings usually, and that no weights, nothing, just burpees, you know, and all that kind of fun stuff. But you said the key word in what you just said was community. Yeah. And everyone is desperate. You know, I think everyone, most people are desperate to find a community that they can relate to. And then there are people, there are a lot of people trying to create communities, right? Meet mediocrity. Now, I started this before COVID, but I wanted to create a community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, find, but, but they don't, they certainly don't all click. Right, they don't all. They, they some of them don't resonate, and some of them just aren't for everyone. Right. Um, and so, speaking of community, you mentioned Peloton. Mm-hmm. So I, I know Al that this was like a big deal in your house. Like, do we get the Peloton? Do we not get the Peloton? COVID's going to be over soon. We're going to be going back to like Orange Theory. But you bit the bullet on the Peloton. So tell me a little bit about that ordeal. So <laughs> we have a Peloton here at our house. So right. So Alex was Team Peloton, husband Jorge, not so much Team Peloton. He was the one. He pretty much said to me, I know you, I know your character. You're you're such a doer, go to class type person that the second you're gonna be able to go to a class, you're gonna be like, Oh, I don't need this Peloton anymore. We're just have spent all this money. And I said, listen, that's not how it's going to be. You know, I just don't, I just don't think that's going to be in the short term plan based on me and based on what's going on in the world. So, all right. And then, and then we got this email from my, um, job and it said like, we get, uh, you know, a little bit of a discount on some refurbished bikes and we get like, we can get shoes included. I'm like, it was a sign. It was a sign. It was a sign from the, the Peloton. So, you, so you're able to, yeah, and that's a, that's a big thing these days because um, Peloton bikes are in high demand, just yep. like just like yoga mats and dumbbells. Exactly. So you can get refurbished Peloton bikes. So you got one. Exactly. It came in about a month. I ordered it on May 18th. It actually came June 18th. So I got it pretty quickly. And it appears to be like in great condition. I. I mean, it does not look like it was ever used previously. Right. Like it might have just been a model or some sort, but there's really no di- like having compared to when you guys first got your bike versus when I have mine. I really don't see a difference. Everything came with plastic over it, covered like it really. So it's made- it's as good as new. Exactly, um, and. So, right, you get you get the subscription, as many people can use it, right? So I live with myself, my husband, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, so we've all kind of used it a little bit. We've hooked the Peloton app up to our TV that's next to our bike, so we can also, you know, we could do the ride if we want to, then we could do a strength exercise class if we want to as well. And you're right, the Peloton community is really like nothing else. It's really unbelievable. It's, it's astonishing to me that some, right, as you mentioned, it's not particularly cheap. Right. So it's amazing that so many people have this bike and it's in such high demand. I mean, to be honest, I offer great 0% financing, so I get it. But it's, you know, they're doing something right now called the Peloton. Right. Where you got to get on a team and you pick a team and you got to do certain challenges. I mean, if you look, one team has 70,000 people that, and there's five teams, That's right? So obviously there's not that many. One has 70,000, one has 30,000, one has 50,000. I mean, there has to be upwards of 250,000 people doing this challenge. I mean, and that's it's, unbelievable. And it's, it's also unbelievable to me, the instructors, how they... First of all, they're they're all on social media. Like they're 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 posting on their Instagrams oh, yeah. nonstop. 
Um, second of all, their 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 content is going into that thing like crazy. Stre- you mentioned strength. Yep. You mentioned stretching. There's some other things too. Yoga, meditation, um, walking. There's outdoor running classes, right? Like I prefer to run outside versus on a treadmill. So there's strictly audio running classes that you can take if you don't want to do it on the treadmill. So in, instead of going to Spotify and putting on, as mediocre Mitch would do, his favorite country music playlist, <laughs> you put on Peloton and they're like, run faster? Yes. And there's country music runs, right? So it'll be listening to, you know, Darius Rucker. But this woman's like, all right, on the, chore- on the chorus, you got to run faster, Alex. I'm like, okay, I got this. So... My whole thing about exercise and why I like going to exercise classes, aside from the communities, I like people telling me what to do. Yeah. I feel like I think so much and I have to make so many decisions in my everyday and my job. Just tell me what to do. I need to run faster for a minute. Okay, I'm going to run faster for a minute. I need to run slower. I'm going to run slower. Same thing with the bike. Tell me what to do. And that's why I, I like this. So what you're doing in this this world of COVID is you're finding group the the energy of the group through different sources exactly and while it's not the same as doing a class next to emmy you know your wife you mean magnificent magnificent meredith sorry yes um that is what she's known as um you can video chat on your Peloton and do it together and stare at each other while you're doing it. Okay, so don't, don't laugh, but I saw, I saw <laughs> Meredith sent me a picture of you and her doing a Peloton class together. You're both, you're both sweating like crazy and you're both singing Whitney Houston at the top of your lungs. Right, like you can't make that up. Like it's, but it was, you know, it's nice to do it with someone else. Like it's nice to sing Whitney Houston at the top of your lungs with someone else. And just feel like you're in it together. Right. Like, you know you are because you see the leaderboard right on the right side of the screen. You can see every single person that's in that class. And mm-hmm. there was, a, I think there was 10,000 people in the, the live class. That's a ton. But it's nice that someone you know personally is right there with you, Listen, sweating and doing the same thing. I completely get it. You know, so um, a couple of mornings ago, uh, Meredith said to me, I'm waking up early and I'm swimming in the backyard pool for 30 minutes. Now I realize I'm a lucky guy because I've got a backyard swimming pool, especially during the summer, of course. But um, I wasn't going to, I would never have done it on my own. She would have, but I admire her for that. But, but I said I'd go and then she, you know, we did it together and it made it so much more fun. And our heads are underwater swimming. Like it's not like we're talking to each other, but there's, there's something scientific about not going it alone and there's something that that just kind of like makes you motivated. Now, this morning we did it again, and she was the first one to say to me that the fact that I walked out of our bedroom with my bathing suit and goggles, that's what motivated her. So it's really, really a mutual thing. Oh, definitely. It's super helpful. I mean, I asked my husband to do things with me, and he's like, Nope. You know, like he's just not into it, well, but I try. But he does different things. He just, Right. He, we just like totally different right. things. Um, but it's so it's so nice to have that like in inter- person that you're like, all right, I can't get out of this. You know, like we um, we train with a soccer trainer on Tuesdays. OK. And my husband. Your and, husband's a soccer player. Right. My husband likes soccer league. Yes. Yep. He likes to play soccer. He likes to play softball. Sports are my husband's thing. That's yep. his passion in life. Sports yep. are cars. 
So him and his twin brother like to train with the soccer trainer. He's like, you know, why don't you come with me? You'll do some stuff and we'll train for soccer. So now we know Tuesdays at five o'clock that, you know, we're going to meet him mm-hmm. and we're all being held accountable to each other. And we all show up and we all walk off the field like we're going to die <laughs> and we can't breathe because it's 95 degrees out and we're it's so humid. But we all did it together. We all showed up and it was great. Um, and we held each other accountable and it's something that's just more enjoyable when you have someone else to laugh with or like, you know, when I tripped over the cone, you know, it was more enjoyable to laugh with someone than myself. <laughs> you know, and, and, and so a lot of us are socially distancing and you've just made it sound like you exercise with everyone. But in fact, you have a relatively small bubble. Yep. You're, you're, you're training in person with your husband, with people you live with. Yep. And a small um, extended group of, of close family who are all being safe, right? It's, that's it. But then you extend that to, you know, your Zoom classes. What's it? The Jabs? Jabs by Gina. Jabs by Gina. Yes. And then Peloton. And then multiple types of classes within those communities. Yep. And next thing you know, Alex is training with hundreds of other people. Exactly. And... Um, you know, I think it's really easy, you know, get bored of ADD, whatever it may be, but I just think this helps me keep it fresh and interesting and doing different things and just moving my body in different ways, which I think is important to like swimming is very different from cycling is different from, you know, doing push ups. So I think it's just important to move my body in, in different ways. So let's cover one more thing in, in episode one of the Mitch and Alex season two miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, because there, you and I were talking, I haven't done it yet, but you've done it, this course. There's some online online course that someone told me about it first. I, I heard it, I thought about it, I forgot about it, then you mentioned it. So... What's this online course? Because there was something in there around group exercise. So let's go to that. So, I mean, I don't mean to brag, but it's at Yale. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, is at, a, it is a Yale it University is a Yale, course. It's, yes, it's through Yale University. But Lord knows that Mitch and Alex, neither one of us would ever have gotten into Yale University. Correct. For real. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> so it is through Coursera, right? An online learning platform. And it's the most popular class that Yale has ever offered. Yep, I've so read that. So you can take it online for free through Coursera and it's called the science of well-being mm-hmm. and it's 10 weeks and there's no like mandatory tests or lecture it is all videos and watching different things um there's little quizzes and ask you to meditate and do yoga and see how you feel when you do this exercise or see how you feel when you do this or talk to this person But I think it just gives me such interesting insight as to how our brain works. And I'm like, oh, that makes total sense to me. So one of the big things I think it was week five that I learned about was social connection, right? So we need, we need social connection. You can be the most introverted homebody. You still need to talk to people outside of your home. I know my dad said he's been practicing social distancing his whole life. And he, <laughs> he's, dad, I, I know you've been saying that, but you need social connection to just feel better right they say so even if you're so like so i, I, I know your father yeah. um, we won't get we won't get in, into um 
you know, a a psychological study of your father, who I, right. I really actually love, and we're, we're good friends. But um, even if you're an introvert, even if you're a homebody, you're saying, where this course told you that you need social interaction. Yeah, they say that even, they say for an example, if you are in a room doing uh, the same thing, for example, if you're at a gym, walking on a treadmill, and three treadmills down, there's someone else, you know, back in non-COVID days, you didn't know the person, you just felt better knowing that someone else was there experiencing this with you, and it just makes you feel better and like you have a connection with someone. They sell, they say that it helps with your mental well-being they say it helps you be more positive um it helps you keep you more grounded just we're meant to be social beings so being quarantined is not our natural um habitat i guess i would say and especially you know for someone like me who is such a social being um, it's tough, you know, like, I mean, yeah, I live, I happen to live with three other people, which is great. I can talk to them about various things, but you know, I would, <laughs> I joke, I would like love to go to work and go to a happy hour with my colleagues on a roof just to interact with other people. Um, cause I thrive and my energy comes off of talking to people and being social. So it's, so it's tough. It's definitely a tough thing for me. But, but this, but this course is really amplifying that. So, exactly. so it talked about be, being um, a social person. It, it, it basically, if Yale University said that that you know Alex doing Peloton classes or me swimming with with uh, magnificent Meredith, Meredith. Yeah. Um, if yeah, if Yale said it, then it's definitely true. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, 100%. was there was so so was there one other thing about that the course mentioned or taught you? That was memorable to you. Yes. So the one thing that I had never heard of, and I was talking to my husband about it, was the hedonic treadmill, which I the thought was... The hedonic treadmill. And some people call it the corporate treadmill. Uh-huh. So essentially what it means, and I apologize if I am not telling the exact correct definition, but this is what I took away from it, so <laughs> no one, you know... Test me on this, but essentially kind of what you what happens is what you get used to, right? So as an example, is like if you are used to as me being mean to you 24 7, 365, then you don't think there's anything wrong with it because this is kind of what always happens to you and this is what you're used to. So you it becomes your normal. Right. And it kind of is saying like it doesn't have to be your normal, like, but you get so caught up and used to it and comfortable with it mm-hmm. that you don't you forget that there's anything different that could possibly happen. Like you don't have to have a niece that's obnoxious and mean to you. There there you can have a niece that's nice and not obnoxious to you. So it was so interesting to me and the in the corporate piece comes into the fact where some of these people that have been working these say corporate jobs for 20 years and and you'll tell someone be like this is what happened to my job and you say that would never happen where I work I, I can't believe you're accepting that that's that's awful and you're like well this is what this kind is of, what it is this is what's always happened as long as I've worked here this is always how it's been and someone tells you it doesn't have to be that way that's something that really resonated with me with my personal relationships and 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 my job and my family it just is like just because it's always been that way and you've kind of accepted it doesn't mean that's how it always has to be yeah that's a great message because people fall into really unhealthy traps exactly and then you start to accept it when you shouldn't accept that like i should never accept someone being rude to me just because i don't know anything different and then i realize wait 
this person's not rude to me. Why can't I hang out with them instead? Right. And you're like, why should I have to put up with this? Or why should I stay in this job that really does not make me happy when I'm understanding that there's other places that, that I could do the same thing, make more money and be happy at. And it's it's a better working environment for my mental health and well-being. So that's something that I have told many people about because I found it super interesting. So the Yale University, the science of happiness or the science of wellness? The science of well-being is what the it's called. The science of well-being for anyone who wants to Google that. Free. It's free, and there are no tests or te- no no te- like little quizzes just to keep you honest and make sure you're you're kind yeah. of you know keeping up. But with but, the but it would be almost impossible to fail the course. Exactly. Is what and, you're you, and they let you take it as many times as you want. So Perfect. I think if you, and there's a lot of videos. She's the doctor that does it is really interesting. I think her name is Dr. Lori Sanchez. Really interesting. Really well spoken. She actually does it out of her home. She takes the videos in her home. She gives everyone cookies. Everyone wants to hang out. It's great. It's Fantastic. really interesting. So um, let's call that a wrap for episode one of our mini series. Um, we did cover fitness. We covered yep. a little bit of mental wellness. There's more to come there. Mm-hmm. We've got diet to cover. We've got connective. To co- we got lots to cover. So stay tuned for episode two, which will be coming back at you sometime in the next few days. See you, Al. Thanks, Mitch. So there you have it. Episode one of Alex's and my three-part miniseries, Staying Well in a Socially Distant World. Two more fun-filled episodes with Alex are on their way. And in addition to the miniseries, I have several exciting guests in the pipeline to follow up on this miniseries. So let me remind you all... To listen to the Meet Mediocrity podcasts, read all my blogs, watch my videos, all on my website, www.meetmediocrity.com. Tell your friends to listen too. And please find us on Facebook and Instagram and send us a direct message. Send me a direct message if you're interested in winning a free Meet Mediocrity t shirt. Until next time, stay happy. Stay healthy. Keep smiling.